0: Morning. The program you're about to hear is absolutely filthy and thoroughly disgusting. Furthermore, listening to it will immediately turn you into a bottom. Bottom. But listen, when when it's messy, it's a problem for everyone in the room. Correct, all ten of them. I'm proud to declare the Adam St. show and his art. Open to the wind. That's
1: open to the wind. This is fuckery. <laughs> this is all fuckery. Fuckery, fuckery, fuckery. Powered
2: by DNR Studios. And now,
0: give a warm round of applause to my friend and yours, Adam Sang. Ah, uh, those sleigh bells can only mean one thing. It means that I found a royalty YouTube royalty-free YouTube clip of Christmas. <laughs> I fucked that up. It actually means that it's our very last Adam Sank Show holiday spectacular. We are not live, but this is a brand new episode—the second-to-last brand new episode ever. If you're listening at 11 a.m. Eastern Saturday, December 24th, Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas, everyone. In the year 2022 at dnrstudios.com and the DNR Cast app, the only place you can hear this podcast live and throughout the week it first airs. If you listen anywhere else, leave us your ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever platform you listen. Email me, me, at adam at adamsank.com. Like the Facebook page. Get your ass merchandise at adamsank.com. By the way, the ass store will remain open even after I am closed. So uh, go to AdamSank.com anytime. And it's now very nostalgic to have ass merchandise because the show uh, isn't going to exist anymore.
3: Your ass will always remain open. Even when the the show is closed,
0: your ass...
2: Ass open to the wind. Stick it in. Here Here I am.
0: am. Uh, Get vaccinated and boosted and stand with Ukraine and all of that. Um, Today, as we have done, every year since, I think, 2019... We will be featuring exclusive musical performances by some of our favorite guests of the past, including Sanjaya Malakar, Tom Goss, wow. Cynthia Lee Fontaine, Erica Amato, Patrick Bodd, and our very own Chubby Chorizo, Steve Cesaro.
4: Yay. We also
0: have a very special live guest that we'll introduce you to in a moment. But first, speaking of Chubby Chorizo, please welcome Steve Cesaro. Hello, everybody. It's so nice to be back for a
3: second week in a row. I've decided not to travel and grace you all with my presence for yet. <laughs> One to two more weeks. We'll see if I'm here next week. Now,
0: Steve, but- <laughs> I understand that you uh, were feeling some things about last week's guest, Ivan Quintanilla. Ivan, 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 if you're listening,
3: my number is—I'll send it to you on Instagram. <laughs> I saw a picture of your boyfriend, who is equally as adorable and also hunky. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you can both take turns on me, and we'll have a great time. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays.
1: I would like to second that. Um, spit roast me like an Eiffel Tower. Do whatever you want me. The, so far, you know, Bottom. Adam. I like to say for these last two episodes, you were really bringing. These I, hot know, ass, I know, I know. Our, our, our guest,
0: our guest today yeah. is no slouch either. We'll <laughs> so, talk to, we'll talk about him in a second. But hey, Austin, how you doing? Let me. <laughs> 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 Everyone needs to calm down. Let's stick to the rundown. Uh, That was the voice, of course, of the Queen of Fuckery, J.B. Bursey. Hola. The horny Queen of Fuckery. Um, And yes, we we will be talking to the beautiful Austin Allen from um, Sugarwood Bakery in just a moment. But first, you know I love a list. And you know I had to do one more list story before we wrapped up this podcast forever. And so I found this on BuzzFeed, and it is the 18 Christmas movies so perfect that Santa himself would put them on the nice list. Terrible headline. Good article. Um, actually, you know what? Do I even have the uh, story
1: copy for the second hour? Do you even have the list? Uh, it should be behind the first one. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> okay. Um, Steve, yes. JB, your favorite Steve. holiday movie, your favorite Christmas movie. Love,
3: Actually. Love, Actually. Okay. I ha- and only because uh, my, my birthday twin and also my roommate and for many, many years, um, when we were roommates in college, he would start playing it the day after Christmas every day until we left to go home. And then when we came back after Christmas, it would be on until um, like the 4th or the 5th of it's January. Kind of creepy. Well, we watched it every year and we'd have these, uh, I don't know if any of you guys are from Kroger, but we'd have Kroger Christmas cookies. Yes, I love Kroger. Is. I don't know if they still make them, but it was always Kroger Christmas cookies and
0: um Love Actually. JB.
1: Um, I'm only going to say this one for the jokes. Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, everyone
0: says that. But, but um, for real.
1: But for real. Honestly, it's the Claymation movies. You know, wherever yes. they're on, I would always sit there and watch them. You're
0: talking movie. about the ones from the 70s. Mm-hmm. So those are the Rankin and Bass stopgap stop animation movies that I also love. And one of them did make this list, but not the best one. So we're not going to do all 18. We're going to do the top 10. And number one, I agree with 100%. It is the greatest Christmas movie of all time, even though it was actually a TV movie. The original, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, yeah. This is the 1966 animated special based on the Dr. Seuss book. Um, one of the, all of these reviews come from Reddit, even though BuzzFeed printed them. And one of the Redditors says, it's fun, charming, memorable, and it's done in 30 minutes. It's the best option for a yearly Christmas watch. My favorite thing Mm. about it is, it's a musical, and the music is great. Yes. You have the Who's singing... In that made up Latin language that doesn't exist. And then you have, <laughs> you're a mean one, Mr. Yeah. Grinch. I mean, just fabulous. Yeah. You have Boris Karloff as the narrator. And the special is a rant against commercialism because the Who's get everything taken. They get all their gifts taken from them, their trees, their decorations, and they still have a joyous Christmas. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Gail, we have the ties
3: uh, in honor of such a Yes,
0: Gail sent us Grinch ties for Christmas. Um, Number two is a Muppet family Christmas. Again, a TV special, not a movie. All the Muppets go to visit Fozzie's grandma for Christmas. The Sesame Street crew get lost in a snowstorm and end up there. And Kermit and his nephew go to visit Fraggle Rock. So this is a real crossover uh, of all of the Jim Henson uh, franchises. Oh, also the Swedish chef wants to cook Big Bird as the Christmas turkey. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> number three is Trading Places I don't know this one A hilarious uh, Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd movie From 1983 That isn't really a Christmas movie But Christmas does happen during mm. the movie And it also has a great message It's kind of an um, anti-racism Anti-rich-asshole like, movie yeah. With a good uh, moral lesson And Eddie Murphy is hilarious um, Number four I've never heard of it's a Spanish-language film called Klaus, animated from 2019. Someone on Reddit wrote Klaus K- – spelled K-L-A-U-S, which I guess is like Spanish for Santa Claus. Mm. It's a masterpiece. Um, it's the only Christmas movie I can't wait to watch multiple times each year. So we'll have to find Klaus. Number five is one of my favorites, Scrooged, 1988, Bill Murray, mm. as a uh, as a Ebenezer Scrooge-like TV executive – who makes everyone in his life miserable and then learns an important lesson after being visited by three ghosts. Uh, it's hilarious and great. Number six, another animated TV TV classic, A Charlie Brown Christmas. Yes, that's. I was thinking that was another good one. 1965. That's... I mean, it's just, it's melancholy. It's sad. It's sweet. It's funny. It just makes you feel Christmassy. And yep. that music.
2: Christmas time. <laughs> and...
0: It's so good. Uh, great album to buy. Uh, the Vince Guaraldi trio plays Charlie about Christmas. Uh, number seven is one of the ones JB mentioned, the Rankin and, um, and Bass animation. They choose for this list, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, from oh, 1970. Mm. Now, that's narrated by Fred Astaire and features the voices of Mickey Rooney, Keenan Wynn, Roby Lester, Joan Gardner, and Paul Freeze. And it's got um, songs like The First Toy To The King, No More uh, Be Prepared To Pay, and If You Sit On My Lap Today, which has not aged well. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan, if you're listening. As well as <laughs> no, as kidding. well as put one foot in front of the other, the other. and soon you'll be walking out the door. Alright, as good as this movie is, I prefer the Rankin and Bass 1974 movie, A Year Without a Santa Claus. This is the one with Heat Miser and Snow and Miser. Snow-Mizer. And the greatest dance number, animated dance number in history. Heat Miser has these little tiny Heat Misers. Snow Miser has these little tiny Snow Misers. They all have hats. They do a Bob Fosse routine. Like, I'm Mr. Heat Miser. I'm Mr. Sun. It's so good. But, you know, I, I when my nephews and nieces were little, I tried to show them this movie, and they were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, children of my I – mean, but, JB, you're their age, and you liked it. Okay, well, how old is your niece and nephew?
1: They're, They're
0: in their 20s.
1: Okay, I, I started watching it every Christmas, every year with my mom, and that started the tradition. I think you can't bring these kids who are in their 20s to watch these things because they are such critics to animation –
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's so slow to them and so weird-looking. Don't worry
1: about that. Watch the story. Pay attention to the story. You get it,
0: JB. Um, Number eight are the Home Alone movies, number one and two from 1990 and 1992. You know, I was too old for Home Alone. I was 19 in 1990. So I didn't really – I don't think I've
3: ever even watched it. classic story of a rich kid getting lost in the city, his parents spending all that money to get that flight back. What's not to love? Thank you, Sandy Kenyon. (laughs) Look at you.
0: That that was without a script, ladies and gentlemen. Also, I
1: don't understand how he got lost in New York if it's a grid system. It, it, like, it doesn't make sense like I watched the movie I enjoyed it but living in New York bitch it's a grid actually Shade. hold up
3: sorry I, re- I just reviewed the wrong movie you were talking about Home Alone 1 which is in the small town the small wealthy town of upstate yep. wherever
0: isn't Donald Trump in Home Alone 2 he is yes. in the New York Gross. version so Lost
3: in New York is where he's lost in New York
0: um, number 9 <laughs> is something I have seen and do love and that's the Muppet Christmas Carol from 1992 mm. this is where Michael Caine plays Scrooge and uh, it's hilarious and charming and really well done. Um, and finally, number 10, everyone loves this movie. I think it's all right. it's, it's, a wonderful life from
4: 1946.
0: Mm. Someone on Reddit says it's as close to a perfect movie as there is. No wasted scene or dialogue. As you grow up, the different pl- scenes that impact you most intensely change. You know what's weird? White T- Christmas isn't on there. There's a lot. Well, it may have that may have made the full 18. Ah, got. But it. no, White Christmas was not in the top 10. No. I mean,
3: that's a little bit more nostalgic. It's a little too
0: much Americana for a Christmas movie. But the dancing and the music is beautiful. Absolutely. I also like Christmas in Connecticut. That's another classic. And of course, Meet Me in St. Louis. Yeah. I mean, that's the one that has Judy Garland singing Street. "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." Yeah. yeah, Miracle on 34th. Okay, it is time for our. Beautiful, bodacious guest.
3: He's so cute. Another
0: one. God, I don't, I'm just going to be so bothered for the rest I of the day. I book people based on looks. <laughs> no, I didn't know what Austin looked like till we walked through the door, and then we were I all kind of like, only oh. <laughs> Now that you've been sexually harassed, uh, we don't usually have live guests for our holiday show, but we lucked out today because here in studio with us is the very adorable Austin Allen. He's the co-founder and CEO of Sugarwood, New York City's naughtiest bakery. Welcome, Austin.
5: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: What a voice. And not only did Austin, you can get closer to that mic. Not only did Austin bring his fine self here, but he brought delicious penis and vagina shaped cookies. So tell us about these confections that you brought us from Sugarwood.
5: So the cookies that I brought are part of our holiday collection, our holiday gift assortment. We have penis-shaped sugar cookies, and then we also have naughty gingerbread people, and they come in missionary, doggy style, and on top. Love it. So these are our newest products. Um, Our original products and what we're really famous for are waffles. We call them Woody and Kitty. So the viewers... Now you're holding up a
0: a nice-sized penis waffle and a very large vagina waffle, And, and the penis is the Woody... Exactly. And the vagina's the kitty. Yeah, Vagina
5: looks like an evil no, What are you squirting oh, all over that woody? Uh, just, this is our salted caramel sauce. This just shove our that our in your mouth. Just let it come all over that. <laughs> <and> just...
0: Now, <laughs> JB, would you say that woody is too small for your booty?
1: Um, You know... It's, it's it, it oh my so god, good,
3: actually. I
1: don't
3: think so. I have I, I, to take a wait, It's kind of wait
1: thick.
0: I think it's got nice girth to it. Yeah. Now, who's going to bite... Who's going to put shit. their mouth around that woody? I Austin just poured caramel sauce on it. would. It looks delicious. Part so is, thick.
1: I would love to give it uh, the whole college try. JB, do you want to do the honors? <laughs> oh,
0: yes, yes. I'm going pa- to pass this to JB. It's really heavy, by the way. That's a heavy Oh, deck. it's a meaty.
1: So do I deep throw this or
5: eat it normally? Yeah. Well, yeah. Most people eat it in one bite. Wait,
0: should we take a picture of JB doing this? Someone yeah, yeah. someone, take a picture.
5: Yeah, yeah. All
0: right. Now, Austin, uh, how did you come up with the concept for
5: Sugarwood? So I love travel. Get your to mouth travel. right up to that mic. I love to travel, and... I discovered a similar shop in Spain about four years ago and then did a little bit of research on the category and the the fact that there are sort of adult waffle shops popping up all over the world. The phenomenon started in Asia, jumped to Europe and Latin America, and once I saw how big it was and how popular especially the chain in spain that has like 13 locations
0: the chain in spain goes mainly on the plane okay sorry go ahead
5: (laughs) i decided that because my background is in branding and marketing and and although i've never done retail before i wanted to do this i thought this was going to be my next thing and i thought the way i would put my own spin on it instead of it just being a carbon copy of somebody else's idea would be to make it feel very new york so the branding is very new york And we hired a lot of local artists and designers to make it feel like it's something that, you know, is is special to New York or specific to New York. And then also giving back. So I don't know of any other shops in the world that give back, but we donate a portion of proceeds every month um, to different nonprofits. We're currently working with the Fluid Foundation, which is an LGBT organization that focuses on trans rights. Um, But we will be adding others to the mix next year. And I think we'll do some seasonal ones like February would be great for breast cancer and, you know, Gay, Gay Pride Month will donate to probably a, the the center or um, New York City Pride. So.
0: Now, for Breast Cancer Month, is there a chance that you would make a breast shaped waffle or cookie?
5: There's a chance. I'm looking into it. I couldn't find the molds, but I'm sure they're out there. So it's got to be a titty if. mold. Yeah. yeah. Probably JB uh,
0: is happily enjoying his big thick. Waffle Dick, his that Woody is, it is so good. Is it delicious? It is
1: delicious, and I kind of wish there was filling inside of it. The filling would <laughs> cream filling. Yeah, like no, this sauce filling because I, I got a little
5: inside, and it's like, oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's awesome. So, bomb. This...
0: now, Austin is can, the can Woody sauce? is the Woody waffle uh, modeled after your own penis.
5: You know, that's a trade secret that I can't disclose. Unfortunately, I'm under an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> However. Because listeners. I would
0: I in my imagination it that's exactly what yours looks like.
5: It's pretty it's a pretty dick if
3: it is yours, I must <laughs> say.
0: <laughs> You'll have to wait and see. Congratulations. I mean with it with his <laughs> two offers for two penises know, in one right? day. What is this? With with his deep voice he's gotta be packing something. <laughs> right. Right. It's median heavy. Um Austin, will you stick around with us? <laughs> yeah, of course. We're gonna talk to you some more and we're gonna uh continue to eat your penis. Sure. Uh <laughs> all of your penises. Um, but first, uh, I want to play for the listeners a song by an incredibly talented performer. And listeners should know her well by now. Her music has been part of almost every holiday special we've done. She's the lead singer of Velvet Chain, an acclaimed theater actress uh, as well as professional singer. This year, she recorded a beautiful arrangement of Carol of the Bells for us. So take it away, Erica Amato. <laughs>
2: Raising the sound Doin' uh, the day Down in a till Early the ring Wild people sing songs Of the cheer Christmas is here Bing dong bing dong Ding dong Ding dong Ding dong
1: You can follow Erica's
0: band at TheVelvetChain.com. You can follow her at EricaAmato.org and on Instagram at EricaAmato. That's with a K, -K E-R-I-K-A. Love her. Love that performance. Austin, are you a fan of Christmas music?
5: Not particularly. (laughs) Did you grow up being forced to listen to it? (laughs) No, I don't know what it is. I'm not a big holidays person. I'm not against it. I'm not a Scrooge. I just don't listen to Christmas music. I don't usually decorate my house. We did decorate the store, though, so... Sorry. Well, you
0: definitely came on the wrong day, Austin, because you're going to be hearing a lot of fucking Christmas <laughs> no, I don't dislike it. I just, whether you like it or not. So, Sugarwood uh, has really made a huge splash in New York. I, I can't tell you how many articles I've read about the bakery. Yeah. Um, thanks in part to your wonderful team at Project Publicity. Yes, yes, yes. Jeff Dorda and Len Evans. But um, and by the way, shout out to those two boys. Most of our uh, best guests to the ass were compliments of of Jeff and Len. So shout out to Project Publicity. Good guys. Austin, who would you say is like your target, not your target, but like who comes into the shop most often to buy so, your,
5: your genital cookies? So, you know, I wanted the brand to have a very queer sensibility and a queer sort of feeling, but I didn't want it to be a queer audience mm. only because I know that that's very limited. And my goal is really to sort of destigmatize and normalize, talk about sex and bodies and gender and genitalia and things like that. Because I think we need it in this country. And so we set out to target mostly straight women and gay men. So most probably about you know 60, 70. Those are the only people who matter, I mean, if we're being <laughs> honest. But what I what's really been interesting <laughs> is that of the straight women, we have a lot of black women that come in all the time. And they're the most fun customers. And so there's something about our brand that also resonates with with black women And so I would say that that, that's really who's coming into the store. It's it's straight women, gay men, and then they do tend to bring their friends in. So we have the occasional lesbian. We have the occasional straight guy who's there with his girlfriend. Uh, We don't get a lot of groups of straight guys coming in for the kitty waffles. But, you know, we're happy with the the customers that we have because they're the best.
0: I have to think because of what you just described, you you sell more woodies than kitties.
5: Yeah, about seven or eight to one. So it's for every poor kitty. Kitty. (laughs) Poor, poor pussy. But she gets some love once in a while.
0: Well, uh, we're going to talk to Austin a little bit more in just a second. But first, our next performer is well-known to listeners of The Ass as my ex-boyfriend and now very close friend. We have stayed very close friends. People think we're still together, in fact, but we're not. His name is Patrick Bod. You know him from last year's holiday show. He's an amazing artist. This year, he chose to record a very uh, melancholy version don't listen to this if you're already depressed of of elvis presley's blue christmas um patrick's a huge elvis fan as was his dad uh so take it away patrick bod
4: i'll have a blue christmas without you I'll be so blue just thinking about you Decorations of red on a green Christmas tree Oh, it won't be the same, dear, if you're not here with me And when those blue snowflakes start falling, that's when those blue memories start calling. You'll be doing all right with your Christmas of white. But Have a blue, 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 blue Christmas You'll be doing alright With your Christmas of white But I'll have a blue, 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 blue Christmas
0: Blue, blue, blue Christmas. Yes. Give it up for Patrick Bod. You guys can follow him uh, on Instagram at Patrick underscore Bod. And he also has um, some great music on YouTube. I wanted to do some Christmas-related news stories um, for the listeners. One is uh, about a New York Times op-ed entitled Rudolph, the Queerest Holiday Special. This was written by trans writer Jennifer Finney Boylan, and in her piece, Boylan said that the beloved holiday classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer offers a positive and life-affirming message to LGBTQ kids. It gets better for misfit reindeer, too. Um, You know, for years, many people have speculated as to whether Rudolph was gay. He certainly seems like a faggot to me. (laughs) But
1: But then he had that little girlfriend with the Yeah, she was a a fag (laughs) hag. Oh, oh my God. Um,
0: But Clarice, is that her name?
1: I think it was Clarice.
0: (sighs) Anyway, uh, this, of course, set off a firestorm among the uh, typical right-wing trolls, including Ben Shapiro, who's a former Breitbart editor. And he has a history of feuding with trans reporters. He found Boylan's idea that the iconic red-nosed reindeer, being some sort of queer icon, very triggering – and it caused him to have a little breakdown on his radio show. He said, the whole movie feels as LGBTQ friendly to me as any episode of Queer Eye or Steven Universe or the L Word, Shapiro lamented. Can't you just leave Rudolph alone? Like he's got enough problems without you putting your own issues with sexual orientation on his fragile flying back.
1: Wait, I'm sorry. Can you, can you name those three shows again?
0: Uh, a Queer Eye.
1: Queer Eye. Steven Universe.
0: And, and uh, L Word. Said- by, oh, um, The L Word, yeah.
1: All three of those shows are very gay.
0: <laughs> I know, I don't, I don't quite get his point there. Yeah. The 35-year-old homophobe went on to say, Rudolph does not have sex with any of the other male reindeer.
1: But his parents tried uh, his disformity by making uh, him blend like the other reindeer. Uh,
0: He's tired of hi- the hijacking of uh, children's uh, literature and children's specials to promote political viewpoints on sexual matters. It's a piece of children's literature. Cut it out. Meanwhile, this movie is like 50 years old. This isn't some new movie. Does he get that? It's not like they just came out with a new gay Rudolph. We're talking about the, the animated special from like 1970.
1: Yeah. And what fuck? really blows my mind is like she, she's telling the truth because, again, the father really tried to cover up this boy's nose all the time with soot. And it's like, you act like the other boys. It's,
0: it's totally like, about homophobia. Christmas. Is ruined.
1: Thank you. <laughs> By the
0: way, the movie's from 1964. It's actually 60 years old. So fuck you, Ben Shapiro. Rudolph likes it up the ass. <laughs> and so do I. And so do I. <laughs> Bottom. E3. Bottom.
3: Uh, meanwhile, oh. I, oh. That was not meant to for be. Austin, I hope you listened to a few of these episodes before you came on here. Yeah, really? were you, did Jeff
0: prepare you, Austin, <laughs> for this for sure. filth? <laughs> no one prepared you. He runs a penis bakery. He's not exactly... uh Meanwhile, a gay minister has shared a hilarious Twitter exchange he had with a homophobic troll. His name is Daniel Brereton. That's hard to say. B-R-E-R-E-T-O-N. Brereton. A reverend at St. John's Dixie. <laughs> Dixie. Anglican Church in Missagua, Ontario. That's a lot of words. Anyway, one of some troll on Twitter, I guess, saw that um, Brereton was a gay minister and tweeted, What the fuck? How can someone who has sex with men teach people about the Bible? Brereton responded, Sex with men? The reports of my sex life have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> <laughs> Unamused, the hater responded... Even one man is a sin. The reverend wrote back, you must know my ex. (laughs) The hater then tweeted, you can't teach the word of God while having sex with men. The reverend tweeted back, are you speaking from experience? (laughs) Personally, I've never tried doing them at the same time. But I suppose if your camera was stable enough and your partner quiet enough and the people in your study group don't mind. Undeterred, the hater replied, I don't understand all the people so deceived by you. As a Christian, I would never follow you. The reverend tweeted back, as a Christian, you're supposed to be following Jesus. The hater responded, at least I don't fuck dudes. The reverend shot back, on behalf of every gay man on earth, thank you. Shade. Fuck you, the hater tweeted back. The reverend said, okay, you just said you wouldn't. You're sending a lot of mixed signals here. (laughs) After that zinger, the hater apparently blocked the reverend (laughs) from sending him any other messages. Uh, The tweet has – the tweet chain has gotten over 90,000 likes. Um, Anyway, I just thought that was a great story. Love him. So back to – speaking of uh, sex with men, back to Austin Allen. (laughs) So, Austin, you say you have a boyfriend? I do. Wow. I just come right out with it. (laughs) (laughs) You guys like threesomes? (laughs) We we prefer foursomes. Oh, yes. Excuse me.
3: Uh, This last episode is cut short. We'll be right back (laughs) after these messages. (laughs) Uh,
5: Okay. But seriously... No, that is serious. Yeah. I mean, three is such an odd number. Yeah. There's always, there's always some weird dynamic.
0: I'll call you. <laughs> so
3: will I. Where is that? Um. I don't want. It, it? I don't
0: want Steve or JB to be part of the group, though. They can. They can I'll have bring a your separate other group with fine. you. <laughs> yeah. I want my. I want my
5: own group. You can bring Ivan.
0: Uh, there you go. Oh, God. Austin and Ivan really had a moment in, in our lobby. We made a love connection for two people who already have partners. <laughs> Meanwhile, I remain single and bitter. Um, oh, my God. Austin, you mentioned uh, donating some of your proceeds to various charitable causes. I yep. know that when you guys first opened, you uh, were very connected with the Women's March.
5: Yes, Tell so us we, about that. We did a promotion in October where anybody that came in, the day of the Women's March and either you know, said that they marched or had a sticker or a sign or was wearing a pussy hat, we gave out a free Kitty Waffle to anybody that came in. And that was really just to show our support because I couldn't go out that day in March, but we wanted to do something and say, you know, Sugarwood stands behind these progressive causes. Like, we're not going to shy away from that. We're not going to pretend that we're neutral. We want to really be something that people can feel connected to for a variety of reasons.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, of now, if people are listening and don't live in New York, can they order sugarwood confections and have them shipped
5: they can um, our website was, was overloaded with uh, orders yesterday or, or actually last week loaded because of, uh, <laughs> I was on a, a radio show yesterday um, but we are now back up and running we have our gingerbread people naughty gingerbread people and we have our peanut shaped sugar cookies we also have our t-shirts the one I'm wearing is our Why are Y'all Gagging t-shirt. It's so cute. And we yeah. have tote bags and things like that. And if not, you can also order gift cards to send to your friends. so They can buy stuff online or come into the shop in New York. So, yeah.
1: Now – for the people who live in New York, where is your sh- store located?
0: Good, good question. Yes.
5: One fifty-seven Prince Street in Soho. So we're on the corner Great of location. West Broadway. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. JB is
3: going to be down there waiting for you when you get to work on Monday. He's like, "Where's Ivan? You said Ivan would be here." <laughs> sure. Catfished. <it's-
1: laughs> if you want morning blowjobs, and yes. Oh my God.
0: Now, I will say I took a bite of the gingerbread penis and found it absolutely delicious, yes. and I actually just tasted your kitty, <laughs> Yeah. your kitty waffle, yeah. and um, it was surprisingly dense. Yeah. It was very dense. That's- I didn't realize that a kitty would be quite so thick. Well, it's hard to get through those. Walls. It is. I mean, Listen, I'm the only one in the room that's probably ever tasted a real kitty. No, I am not uh, a gold star. Yeah,
1: how dare you? Like we've talked about this. Uh, you all have? We uh, yeah. all ate pussy one time. Austin's
0: shaking um, more, his head. More than once. I have. You're a gold star gay, Austin. On the gold star. Oh, you made and it. I'm proud. Go oh, ahead, wow. eat that kitty. Tell us what it's like. <laughs> eat the kitty. It's eat messy. the kitty. <laughs> <laughs> well, our next musical performance <clears throat> comes from RuPaul's drag race queen Cynthia Lee Fontaine, who we had on the ass mm-hmm. just over a year ago. She was delightful and she's hilarious. And she's also a really talented singer. Uh, here is her take on the Spanish language Christmas classic Feliz Navidad. Take it away Cynthia.
2: Ya jege de parranda a celebrar la Navidad. Felicidad. Que viva la alegría. Feliz Navidad y que todos la pasen. Qué maravilla, qué maravilla, qué maravilla. Que viva el cucú, que viva el cucú. Felicidades. La Cucu in the house Feliz Navidad y Año Nuevo les desea Cynthia Lee Fontaine CLF is in the house Feliz Navidad
0: Cynthia Lee Fontaine, ladies and gentlemen. You can follow her on Instagram at Cynthia Lee Fontaine. And uh, I want to thank her. She's so sweet and she was so nice to send us that. And uh, she wished us well on the Adam Sanctuary Facebook page as well. So, Austin, before we bid you adieu, uh, tell the listeners how they can follow you personally
5: and Sugarwood on all
0: of the socials.
5: And let's, on Grinder. Let's start with Sugarwood. Uh, Sugarwood. Our pages are sugarwood.us on all the platforms. On mm-hmm. specifically TikTok and Instagram, uh, but we're also on Facebook and Twitter. And then me personally, I'm Mister Austin. So it's all spelled out: M-I-S-T-E-R, and then dot O-W-S-T-E-E-N. Not oh, w- not Very tricky.
1: So is the spectrum sending you booty hole pictures and you're <laughs> Yes. My JB
0: will now. be sending you many booty hole pictures.
5: Yes. And, uh, on, and on Scruff, I don't know what our name is, but we have we have a problem. We'll find it. Perfect. <laughs> well just log on while you're here. We'll find you. Don't you worry. So you
0: and your boyfriend sound like a lot of fun.
5: We are a lot of fun. He's the best. He's my best friend and just a joy oh. to be around and an uh, incredible human being.
0: That's nice. I'm so happy for him. How long have the two of you been together?
5: Four years. And how did you meet? So we're both big music fans. And on a Monday night, I was at a concert, a hot chip concert in Bushwick. And then on Tuesday night, I was at a Rosalia concert at Webster Hall. So there are two different genres, different parts of the city. And I saw this guy and we cruised each other on Monday night. And then I saw the same guy on Tuesday night. And I was like, this is a sign that he's got great taste in music and, you know, that we're into each other, so I went up and started talking to him, and we've been together ever since. They've been inside each other ever since. Mm-hmm. So you're
0: you're from that rare subgroup of like hot gay hipsters.
5: Am I a hipster, really?
0: Well, I would say so. If you were in Bushwick seeing like people that I've never heard of yeah. in concert, I, I'm gonna. It could just be that I'm like older than the dirt, but I would say you're a hipster. Okay,
5: all right, I'll take it. Oh,
1: yeah. no, that's that's hipster.
5: What kind of gay would you consider? Like, if you had to give yourself a label. I don't know. I mean, I think I'm pretty mainstream, but I, I could see... My taste in music could be a little hipster or a little music snob or music nerd, but I think I'm pretty mainstream. Pigster. <laughs> Where did you grow up? I grew up in New Jersey. So oh, not, me too. Not a very interesting Where? story. Uh, Princeton Junction, right by Princeton. Princeton
0: <laughs> Junction lets your function. Why is everything
5: a song cute to me today?
0: I think I'm nervous because you're so hot. Okay. I'm making a fool of myself. Oh my God, I'm Audience members,
3: this. if you see Adam's face right now, he's got that. I mean, I'm so you're so. Cute Austin's face. really hypnotic,
0: right? He's very cute. It's, it's the face, it's right? the voice, it's the cookies. It's all. It's all working. <laughs> it's
1: all great package.
0: Well, Packet we thank up. you for coming in. Yes, and thank you for having me. It's being fun. harassed and <laughs> ogled by the three of us and our former guest, yeah. I guess, yes. and um, I do hope to see you again <laughs> yes, in, I'd love to. in any arena.
5: All right, happy holidays. Happy Austin. holidays, Austin. Happy Austin. To Thanks too. for <laughs> having me.
0: Oh, I need to cool off. All right. (laughs) Well, speaking of hot men, uh, our next performer was just on the show three weeks ago. Singer-songwriter Tom Gass. Tom Goss, excuse me. (laughs) His name is not Tom Gass. We're posing for uh, Austin's selfie camera. Hi. (laughs) Um, Tom Goss, who, by the way, is a huge bear lover, Steve. Oh, hi, Tom. He uh, was a wonderful guest. And as we told you then, he's out right now with a very naughty Christmas album entitled Big Fat Gay Ass Christmas. Here is a track from Tom Goss's album entitled Santa Sleigh featuring drag performer Roxy Wood. Take it away.
1: <laughs> ho, ho, ho. It's been a very merry Christmas indeed. I've got a long night. What you doing afterwards? Hmm? Let me show you that old school. Ride it up, ride it down to the North Pole. I'm as cool as an igloo, but you gotta keep it naughty if you want to. Sit down, my lap. All
0: eyes, no cap. Three L's, enter. But you didn't know Santa like it unwrapped. The daddy in a sling with a big crew.
1: Whole world, one night. Lean back, take flight. I'm hot, green light. If you wanna get a present, better play nice.
2: That there song. We go. That
0: song is a bop. That's really fun, right? Yeah. See. Si.
3: I like the va- the production value. I like the beats. I like the the Christmas drop.
0: I think it's really good. You can follow all things Tom Goss at TomGossMusic.com and look for his podcast right here at DNR Studios called Perfect Date. Um, here's a story I've been wanting to do for quite a while, and uh, it just keeps getting. I keep skipping it, but. Um, the headline is, Belfast restaurant closed, <laughs> Belfast restaurant forced to close after false gay orgy rumors. <laughs> this is back on November 25th. A former restaurant owner claims he had to close up shop and relocate after a spiteful customer spread false rumors about his eatery hosting a gay orgy. Uh,
4: uh,
0: his name, his name is Sack, Sack uh, Julavong. Forty-two years old, he ran the Bai Tong Thai restaurant in the northern Belfast neighborhood of Eridine in Northern Ireland. In August, a man named Stephen Montgomery allegedly wrote in a now-deleted Facebook post that some fella on Grindr asked him to come to a place in the Eridine shopping district. Montgomery allegedly claimed he rode a taxi over to the area when a shutter of one of the Chinese's – this is his quote – one of the Chinese's opened – Apparently, he mistook Bai Tong Tai for a Chinese eatery. I went in the shutter. I went in. The shutter closes behind me. And when I tell you there was a full-blown orgy going on in this Chinese, I'm not even messing. Sheets on the floor, the lot. To say I'm traumatized is an understatement. I was so uncomfortable and I was literally touched for a few times f- to which I told them to stop. This person's barely literate. I was, <laughs> I was called boring, stupid, and a waste of time, all because I didn't want to be involved. Shade. Montgomery wrote that he was finally asked to leave before concluding, the moral of the story is if you find a hair in your salted chili chicken, that is in fact a pube. But then it gets cringier. Montgomery reportedly stood by his claims in a series of follow-up posts, including one that contained video of him supposedly leaving the restaurant while repeating the word orgy. So the owner, Sak Juvelong <laughs> Julevong, denied the claims, and his version of events was much less scandalous. He explained that last August, he renovated the restaurant for an upcoming health inspection and invited a few friends to enjoy beers while the place was closed. One of his friends reportedly did invite Montgomery, but Julevong asked him to leave soon after he arrived because they were already wrapping up their drinks. Quote, I don't even know him, but I think he was a bit annoyed when I asked him to leave along with everyone else. I'm sorry if he was upset by that. So basically, he claims the guy just made this up because he was pissed. The restaurant owner has since said that he and his staff became overwhelmed by homophobic abuse as the hateful rumor spread. Um, people began calling the business, asking about whether this was true and requesting oral sex. <laughs> Juvelong tried keeping the business open but said customers started avoiding the eatery as the rumor gained traction. He eventually had to close and moved in with his sister in London. Uh-huh. Um. Both Juve Vong and Montgomery have reported th- their stories to the police. Investigations into the matter are ongoing. Hard to know whether a crime was committed here, but it's, you know, businesses are vulnerable to this shit. Yeah. Look what happened with that pizza parlor in Washington, D.C. With the kids? That claimed to unquote. be, yeah, the yeah. right wing claimed that there was a pedophile ring in the basement and some dude showed up with a gun. People yeah. are fucking crazy.
3: It's just funny when you listen to these stories, how outrageous the details get. And you're like, you have to have a brain, you know, even a small one that just tells you, like, this is too much. Like, how could this actually be happening? It can't be real. I mean, it is
0: possible that a restaurant has a gay orgy going on on a day when it's closed to the public. I mean, that could have. Certainly in New York, that's happened. (laughs) Have you been a part of that? (laughs) I've been to businesses that had things going on when when it it was an off day. this
1: person, again, barely... Barely readable English. It just sounds like they got their fifis hurt and decided to make a whole big story. <laughs> right, exactly. Because the whole the whole premise, it wasn't like a full actual story. It's like someone's making up details on the spot. Yeah,
0: I'd kind of like to know whether Sack Julevong and his friends are even gay, because that would mm-hmm. add a little more mm-hmm. uh, context to the story. Like, was it a, even a group of gay guys hanging out? It was Mark from Minneapolis. Was it Mark from Minneapolis getting <laughs> fat shamed at a Thai <laughs> restaurant? <laughs> Meanwhile, also in the United Kingdom, social media has erupted after U.K. cops posted a photo of a very hot suspect. I, I printed out a picture of him so you guys can see. see. Oh, my. His name hes beautiful. Get ready for it. His name is Robert Rimmer.
3: Oh, hi, Rimmer. <laughs>
0: he's gorgeous. He can burglar me any day. That's what people are saying. Police <laughs> asked people to keep an eye out for the man. So they could question him about drug-related offenses. This provoked a huge reaction, but not the ones (laughs) – not one the cops anticipated. For a start, many were quick to comment on the handsome muscle-bound man's appearance. Many offered to house him if he was seeking a place to hide. Uh, Here are some of the social media comments. One woman wrote, if I find him, I won't be giving him back. Someone else (laughs) wrote, so how dangerous? take me hostage in handcuffs kind of (laughs) dangerous. Someone else said, look at him. If I see him, I'm going to make a citizen's arrest and handcuff him to my bed. (laughs) Another (laughs) person said, my door is unlocked, hon. Let's see if you live up to your name. Ha ha ha. (laughs) Uh, Someone else wrote, man wanted for drug related charges, hands himself into police after being chased down by mob of women. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, pretty soon gay men entered the chat One Welsh guy wrote, I've got a safe place he can bury himself in. Me too. Is he into guys? Asking for a very close friend, said another. (laughs) 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 Rimmer was previously sentenced to five and a half years in jail in 2013 for a knife attack on a former soccer player. Um, One woman wrote, call me old-fashioned, but I prefer my men less orange and without the criminal convictions. Um, I did a search, because this, uh, this story came out a few weeks ago. I did a search yesterday. He's still not apprehended. <laughs> Someone is really uh, hiding him out. We're going to find him somewhere, just naked and abused. Rimmer, you better give yourself up. Well, now we come to a very special musical performance. And, you know, many of our listeners may not know this, Steve, but you are a very talented singer... Give us a little of your performing resume.
3: Well, uh, performing resume. I, I starred in the world tour of Thomas and Friends Live: A Circus Comes to Town. Yes. Um, but other than that, um, most of my work before uh, that was actually doing Christmas concerts uh, all over the country, which is great. Um, before I left that business, just as a singer, uh, sadly, you can hear. Well, if, unless you're a really good person or a musical person, you you can hear that I've been out of practice for a few years. But it's there. And oh, it's I disagree. Here. Um, I went to conservatory for. Uh, Vocal performance in musical theater.
0: So, yes, uh, Henny. Now, yeah. I met Steve when we were both members of the New York City Gay Men's Chorus. Of course, he had already heard of me. He was a huge yeah. fan. I heard him on the radio. But, uh, yes, he used Series to listen to me on the Old oh. Derek and Romaine. Yeah. But Steve got solos um, when we were in chorus because he has such a beautiful voice. And you decided to record a song that was made famous by Celine Dion and Andrea Bocelli. You're actually duetting with yourself. I am. This is
3: also, uh, and my mom doesn't listen to this show, thankfully, but uh, (laughs) she has been asking for this song for years, and I thought if I'm going to do it, I'm going to at least uh, go back into the studio and and pump it out for uh, my mom and for the the listeners. Lovely. And, of course,
0: this was uh, before we got the very sad news about Celine Dion's medical condition and the fact that she won't be performing for a while. Yeah. But um, here he is, our very own Chubby Chorizo, performing the prayer. Take it away. Thanks. I
6: pray, us where we go and help us to be wise in times when we don't know let this be our prayer when we lose our way With your grace to a place where we'll be safe. La Lulche, tu thy name of my darling, <speaking> El Cordat had said, I'm holding in armor. I record that she. Out each night, let us Let this be our one tough Lead us to a place, guide us with your grace. Give us faith, so we'll be safe. On non, mondo senza on violenza Un mondo di giustizia e Sorricino, simbolo di pace, ti tra eternità, la forza che tu ha. I say, another soul to let, let this, this be our prayer. prayer, let this be our prayer, just like every child, just like every child, need to find a place, guide us with your grace. Give us faith, so we'll be we saved. De la fege, I, I chase, so I know.
0: Sound fantastic! Thank you. It was you know beautiful. So... How long did it take you to record that? Six hours. <laughs> <It> <laughs> took amazing, a really long fucking time. <laughs> amazing. As always, you can follow Steve at Cub Mexi on Instagram. Um, anything? Any other places we should be following you, Steve?
3: Um, I'm sure you'll see me around in the near future if you follow a certain famous celebrity uh, and I'll probably you'll be in, in the background. I'll be in a lot of background photos soon. So if you go to Cubmexi, I'm so sorry but all of my thoughty uh, photos are now off. Uh, it's just me and my
0: face and that's about it. So. There you go. Um, <laughs> a quick update on a story we did last week. Remember that homophobic bitch Candace Cameron Bure and how she said she was leaving Hallmark to join the Great American Family Network because they weren't gonna have any movies about gay people. Well Recently, actor Neil Bledsoe announced his departure from the great American family network, or whatever it's called. Um, The Ugly Betty alum stated definitively that he stands with the LGBTQ community and couldn't stay with the channel in light of their traditional marriage turn. Uh, The star stated he cannot take comfort from nor give refuge to those who excuse exclusion and promote division in any way, shape or form. So congratulations and thank you to, uh, what's his name? Neil Bledsoe. Um, On the other hand, former Wonder Years actress Danica McKellar uh, defended Candace Cameron Burr. She said, I don't agree uh, with Bledsoe's interpretation of her comments. I don't see it that way. Um, She claims that Burr started her sentence with, I think, which is not definitive. And she ended it with, at its core, which doesn't mean exclusively. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. It's really uh, smart. <laughs> she basically tried to get into a semantic uh, argument to to defend Candace Cameron Bure. Um, and everyone is basically saying, fuck you, Danica McCullough. I didn't know this, but Danica McKellar is a self-professed new Christian. Um, she wrote in an Instagram caption, you know, earlier this year, my husband and I were privileged to attend my good friend's beautiful wedding to his husband. At the time, we commented that it was one of the purest expressions of love we'd ever seen. The idea that Christianity would judge any form of love baffles me. I'm still new to my faith journey, but as far as I can tell, Jesus loves and includes everyone. Yes, he does, but the Great American Family Network doesn't. Shut up, cunt! And on that note, uh, we have one final holiday song to close with but first i want to wish all of you the listeners a very merry christmas happy hanukkah a joyous kwanzaa and a healthy wealthy stealthy new year jb please plug yourself
1: only on second Anarchy 12 only on instagram
0: uh
3: steve Cub Mexi on Instagram and Steve Shazar Medina on Facebook.
0: Thank you both so much. I think this was a terrific special. The three of us will be back next week with the final episode of The Adam Sank Show and a look back at some of our favorite moments. Um, subscribe to DNR Studios. I'm not the only podcast on there. They have a ton of them and they're all great. Don't forget to order your ass merch at adamsank.com. Follow me on Instagram, not Twitter, at adamsank and on TikTok at adamsankofficial. Email me at adam at adamsank.com. And as I said, we're going to leave you with one last song today. Uh, by far, our most downloaded episode of 2022 was our interview with Sanjaya Malakar from American Idol. It is, in fact, our second most downloaded episode of all time. Wow. Just behind the Rocco Steel episode. Sanjaya made headlines uh, across the globe when he came out as bisexual on The Adam Sank Show. And the great news about that is all of this renewed notoriety has inspired him to start making music again. You can follow him... Uh, he's on Insta at S J Malakar, but he's very active on TikTok, where you can follow him at Jaya the Dragon nine one zero. And for our, for this holiday special, he recorded an original Christmas song that he wrote and recorded. I think it's fantastic. Uh, you can download it; it's on Apple Music, and it is the grand finale to our Christmas show. Here's Sanjaya with a new kind of Merry Christmas, and I wish you all the very best.
2: Drifting away On thoughts of Christmas Hoping you'll be here To celebrate I'm taking a break From old traditions And starting the new year With a new approach To looking at my day Cause nothing's standing in the way And I'll be fine Cause it's a new year, a new life, a new type of Merry Christmas I'll be alright Cause it's a new year, a new life, a new type of Merry Christmas a place where my thoughts can flow amidst the snow hoping you're somewhere thinking of me i made a mistake i spent the whole year miles away now all i ever wanna see is you beneath my christmas tree and i can't help it i reminisce to soothe my long Create a new tradition turn the page and make a wish cause it's our time and we'll be fine cause it's a new year a new life a new type merry christmas will be all right cause it's a new year a new life a new type of merry christmas we'll be fine 'Cause It's a new year a new life a new type merry christmas all right it's a new year a new life a new type said it's a new year a new life a new type it's a new year a new life a new type merry christmas